From UC Merced, this is Divergent College Experience. I am your favorite host, Jeremy Veramendi, and today, we will be covering one of the most incredible top stories of the night. CNN's uh, Evan Perez reports that Attorney General William Barr's probe into the origins of the 2016 Russian investigation has now expanded into a criminal probe, according to a person familiar with the matter. The New York Times. Hello again, Bobcats. So, the reason that this podcast has been created was because um, I thought that, you know, uh, I wanted to have a basis in the college experience that, you know, most people out here are trying to get as well. So, um, you know, here we go. Um, so today, I have, you know, recently reflected on myself on the fact that, you know, college experience was not only a huge transition to, you know, uh, to the new world from high school, but it was also a reminder for me that, you know, there is a second chapter in my life that still needs to be written and it still needs to be read by, you know, people who follow, um, you know, the future legacies of future generations. And it's been such a dramatic season for me to um, handle, uh, you know, uh, several, you know, s several uh, crunches of cereal at the same time. It's like when you eat a bowl of cereal and then when you like leave the leftovers and then you feel the guts to eat the leftovers and you're like, ah, I, I feel bad for leaving my food just, you know, insane and left in there. So I would just pick it up and just get it over with. That's the same type of feeling I have for not only midterms uh, per se, but also for, you know, just daily life in general whenever we face um, obstacles that relate to our family, that relate to our, that relate to our, you know, our common life, um, it happens. And, you know, it can vary from time to time depending on how well you feel about it and how prepared you are for the next challenges that may come up. So, uh, you know, for me, it took various steps that, you know, most people couldn't recognize at first because, you know, it was obvious that we barely, <laughs> all people barely met each other, you know. When it, when it first year started out, uh, you know, it wasn't like the common thing. And I usually thought it was when, you know, people just, were just like, you know, come at you like automatically. And they're like, hey, you know, you want to have a cup of tea? You want to, you know, want to join us um, in flag football? You want to join us in the festival? Like, you never see th that type of environment anywhere else but Merced. So, and before we move on to, uh, you know, take a, over a little bit of a break. Um, I wanted to share just a quick story about um, how my life has really began, you know, since uh, I first immigrated from Peru as well. So um, this is one of the um, top themes of my life that really spoke out to me very well. And it's called, you know, Spoken Justice Behind a Success. And um, before I even read my own essay, um, I actually thought that, you know, um, was I being realistic about the fact that, you know, the sixth sense really existed and that really dragged me through 
all the dimensions of life that I uh, usually never thought about. But I realized that by reading this essay, I proved myself wrong. So, um, you know, it almost seems like any college student can personally brag to themselves how naturally awesome they are and how articulating the role of an overachiever in their lives make them feel important. Whether it is knowing how to bet, best manage time well, fix computers, or sing without boundaries, it could be anything a student can share with. But sometimes there are moments where inexplicable flashbacks can underestimate the will of a student to freely achieve his goals or to be joyful in life. Thus, it all comes down to the cosmos behind a human trait that a few students, including myself, have, the sixth sense. So, the first time that I noticed that my sixth sense started to become active in my spiritual health dates back since the aftermath of the 2008 recession, when I got the chance to meet my family. And to me, uh, you know, when I reflected about this, uh, you know, not only like meeting my family um, gave me a first impression on what it means to have connections with people, but it also uh, gave me such an insight that, you know, um, be, despite the fact that the economy was at stake, right, because, um, you know, too many people have overloaded themselves with paying too much debt from borrowing loans and loans from their mortgages and all that. And my family was lucky because, you know, they um, had their mortgage for years. Um, if, I can, if I can talk about per se, like 20 years ago. So that was a long time for me <laughs> to just dig back and, you know, and, you know, kind of realize, you know, that I am living in such a world of chaos. But anyway, um, you know, my sixth sense, um, you know, gave me that type of awareness. Like, um, like I haven't even learned the full history of the U.S. before I immigrated here to the U.S. Like, it was, it spotted me out, like, um, you know, it spotted me out. Like, if someone were to throw you water when you barely wake up, that's the type of feeling I had. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I felt really, um, you know, motivated. I felt really alive when, you know, uh, my family first had its resources, you know, to give um, for the best of my education. But um, not only they, um, you know, sacrifice their lives, you know, through making ends meet, but also through, uh, you know, just uh, giving me a another options um, that I could take, you know. And, this, and like, surprisingly, my mom was behind all of this and because, you know, she was like, uh, you know, the role model of the family, um, aside from the fact that, you know, she was the first gen in their family as well, and supposedly I'm second gen, or I've been unidentified by my family, so <laughs> it's kind of tough for them to recognize that, you know, several uh, moments like these, you know, made me feel, um, you know, proud of myself, but um, you know, over time I hit the spotlight because my sixth sense has been always around me. Even when I uh, felt depressed or even when I felt stimulated by, um, you know, my mom's uh, rules. Um, even though at that time, you know, I was a very neglect neglective person. Um, which is hard to admit because you never see uh, that many people admit at that point. But <laughs> I felt... Like if I was in the cage of, you know, the cage of darkness where, um, you know, fireballs came at me and, you know, I felt attacked. 
I felt attacked by this nonsense that I had created myself, and which is a different thing of viewing nonsense from others that affect you. So that personal drama that I just created in my life uh, didn't seem uh, as if I was, uh, you know, as if I was um, scared enough to be scared, but I felt brave. And that didn't give me much importance because, you know, it, it's just a, I thought it was just a temporary thing, right? Um, when we barely got to adapt into this, uh, you know, into this nation. And uh, I remember this one time that my, uh, my first destination, like, even before I, I uh, you know, stopped by my family's house or something like that, um, it was Disneyland. And I had this uh, incredible but uh, skeptical sensation that um, Disney, the environment of Disneyland was uh, pretty much how, you know, the U.S. was like, you know, it was full of fun, joy, full of passion, it was full of happiness, it was full of uh, diversity too, and I saw a bunch of diversity around there, like, uh, whether... Whether or not you're trying to merge with Europeans or you're trying to merge with, you know, uh, Latinas, Latinos, you know, Latinx, um, doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, it's just that diversity really existed. But it was only at Disneyland, which in my mind, I had a huge naive personality back then. But when I got out of Disneyland and I stepped out for a while um, after I had this huge tour, um, you know, I started to realize that, um, you know, nonsense for me personally came to me and um, you know it did not tell me um, you know why I was feeling this way it was just basically telling me you know hey you know you were manipulated by too many senses of your life and um, I was like but but I only have the fit I only have five senses in life but then I started to realize that you know um, not only my mom was talking about it but also my you know uh, you know leaders of the world pastors were also talking about it is that the sixth sense is uh, some type of stereotype spiritual stereotype that you know some people experience and you know it's, it's it just takes them to places that they've never been to like you know like myself so that's how the sixth sense started to work out in me for the first time because it was first testing me, you know, hey, uh, you know, do you even believe this or do you even um, have that much knowledge to argue about the fact that I've been living in such a world of fantasy like Disneyland? No. Uh, <laughs> so that's how I felt. Um, and then I started, and then over time, I just started to, you know, uh, feel myself adapted to um, how the sixth sense really, you know, has you know, always stayed with me. And there was this other time that I recalled that my sixth sense hit the spotlight in my life. And it was with how I communicate with my logic to make decisions and to account for future events and interlude with my academic life at UC Merced, not only at UC Merced, but also back in high school and, you know, beyond, you know, what I can achieve, you know, with my career and all that. So I didn't expect that, you know, I would get this far as far as a Peruvian immigrant, like, um, you know, uh, most many people tell me like, oh, be proud of yourself. Like, uh, I don't even know if that's, if I can take that as a sarcasm or I could take that, you know, as, or a compliment or a, you know, or a tool for joy, for motivation, I guess. But 
uh, you know, I never really felt that much admired or that much, uh, you know, being sensible by people that couldn't achieve as well. It's like if I have too many foils in my life, in my, in my book of life, you know, where you know, uh, you know, somebody tries to, you know. Um, look for the best treasure out there in life, but when they realize, when they open the treasure box, it's empty, you know, and then I, you know, at the last minute, the last minute, uh, that doesn't mean I procrastinate at that time, but at the last minute, I find a treasure, and it had, it did not have gold, surprisingly, which kind of pissed me off, but it had a kind of set of laws that I, um, you know, encountered, and so when I read over it, um, I realized, hmm, are these, like, my personal rules in my life? And, you know, and, like, I, I didn't even know, like, how that ended up, you know, because I expected that treasures, you know, were, you know, fantastically, um, you know, contain gold, containing gold or something like that, you know, something that the pirates back then, you know, uh, you know, digged back then. But anyway, um, it was such an imaginary personality full of fantasy that I could not even tolerate with not even my parents not even my family it was just a total mess that I just created myself but over time uh, you know uh, I think the logic behind uh, you know the sixth sense was that you know it um, it not only tested me like back then but it also you know gave me uh, it also like you know you know took me through uh, you know other ways of solving the problem in which, ironically, I was the one who was very conflicted. <laughs> and I totally admit that, but, uh, and not until now, but <laughs> I'm getting there. I am, you know, becoming a brave, a, such a strong man who never, uh, you know, lets, you know, anything, you know, go across or, you know, ne never lets anything slay my astray. So that's just the type of feeling I still have today. And, I'll, and it's all thanks to the sixth sense. But after all, like my sixth sense was like a decorative ornament hanging around in my tree of life and never sticking out on because it is such a permanent presence that always went with me whatever I go and whatever I do. As I sprinted with all my might for possibilities in my coursework and career life with my own self, I learned that I was the one who had the power who used that sixth sense for good deeds. It's not the sixth sense itself that makes my favorite ceviche for me. It was also myself who manually puts in the work as I paid attention to my sixth sense um, uh, and, you know, just disregard, um, you know, what I mentioned about, you know, this Peruvian culinary, it makes people hungry and, you know, people keep bragging that Peruvian food is like the best in the world and I get it. Um, it's also hard for me to admit that, you know, I can't even, <laughs> I can even barely make Peruvian food. <laughs> Up to this point, like, um, you know, my, my tia would always tell me, you know, hey, you know, always have the best. Always make sure that the season is correct. Always make sure that, you know, the ingredients that you, um, you know, are putting in your brain um, function well. And she made such a good analogy because, you know, it's like when you, um, you know, it's like when you cook some um, somebody want done, right? And then you, you know, overload yourself with, um, you know, soy salt and all that, or sesame salt. And then you realize that, you know, it has been, oh, it has been more than just ruined. <laughs> this, like the reputation of it was pretty much ruined because of just a small mistake that 
could have just been fixed or such a small mistake that either you just complicated it or made it worse but that sense of analogy also connected to my uh conflictive life as well <laughs> like for such a small error that i've done i made a huge chaos about it and you know i don't even want to think about uh, <laughs> such the worst mistakes i've done but hey you know we all learn from something we all learn every day and today my learning experience was you know to share my story with you guys so um so that is it for today um you know i will basically tell more of my you know story of my immigrant life um later on in this podcast but hey stay tuned for more um this is jeremy Veramendi once again your um, ACCM senate chief of staff and later on catch you later <laughs>